Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, we are once again here on Kingdom Talk Radio 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. And we are talking all things Kingdom here every Saturday from 12 to 1. And I'm so blessed to have my brothers here uh, with us in the studio here, the luxurious Manchester mm. Studios yeah. right in the heart of the valley, in the heart of Fresno. Mm. We have Loto from Loto Ministries. It's so good to have you here, Loto. Good afternoon, Dennis. Yes, and we have Phil Valanueva from Verge Worship and and some other things, but uh, <laughs> it's great to have our celebrity guests. Yeah, celebrity hosts. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... Um, we have a lot to talk about, as mm-hmm. usual, on Kingdom Talk, and we are going to be talking about what it is to be a citizen of the kingdom of God, our primary primary identity as children of God, and how do we navigate uh, what's going on. We're not going to shrink back from looking at the scriptures. Uh, you can join us on Facebook, uh, uh, and you can find us on YouTube. Uh, also, we have a Spotify a podcast, a Kingdom Talk. And uh, we are going to be pulling out the stops. The floodgates are open. The veil has been rent. Yes. And the kingdom of God is on the move. And so we're excited about what God is doing uh, and that he's privileged us to be alive at this very strategic hour in the history of the kingdom of God and the world for that matter. Yes, sir. And so um, we have several things to talk about today, including none, no uh, less, no, no more important subject than the resurrection of Jesus. Mm. We're coming up on Resurrection Sunday, aren't we, brothers? Yes, looking forward to it. Yes, and we're going to talk about resurrection in the most unlikely places. Praise God. And so we're going to be talking about the wokeness in Disney and what's going on there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and then President Biden's comments and his support of wokeness and all that's going on there. So we'll have some clips. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And... Um, and then we're going to talk about how do we take a stand yes. in this dark hour? How do we? We're going to talk about AB 223 as well, Yep. Uh, which is that bill that was, uh, there was a hearing on it in Sacramento that allows for uh, babies to be killed in the womb and outside of the hospital. And uh, they used to be uh, the ability to prosecute uh, when necessary, but now they're trying to take that away so we can talk about that. But then how do we take a stand? It's really going to be important because so many people are struggling with that. You know, they don't want to be pigeonholed as as being homophobic or a hater or, you know, uh, weird or whatever. And so people are looking for answers. And and we do need to touch on the fact that the awareness of the nuclear threat is real. And so there is fear that's coming upon the earth. It says in, in the scriptures that men's hearts will be failing them for fear. Or what's coming on the earth, but we have not been given the spirit of fear, Come have on. we? Yeah. So we'll, we need to talk about that and be encouraged um, with regards to to that. But um, and so uh, with regards to Resurrection Sunday, yes. um, you you know we always celebrate the resurrection, don't we? It's not just once a year. Amen. Yeah, every day, That's every right. moment, right? It's part of the gospel. Jesus died yes, for yes. our sins. He rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Thank you, He Lord. ascended into heaven. Yes. He poured out his Holy Spirit. Glory. My goodness. Can one of you brothers invite somebody to Jesus before we... I don't want to get sidetracked from this. Make sure we bring the gospel. Amen. You want to just, just share the gospel. Give people an opportunity to put their faith in Jesus. I think right now in the time of uh, 
in Easter, people go to church Christmas and Easter, right? Priesters. Yeah, priesters. <laughs> but in this time, reflecting in the COVID era and the pandemic that's been taking place in in this country, mm-hmm. we've seen church attendance come down mm-hmm. 40%, they say. But it's not, I think it's a call back to repentance. It's a call back yes, to 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 Jesus mm-hmm. and to our first love. And if we just reflect right now, God, please forgive me. You are my first love. You're the first one who knew knew my name. You're the first, you knew me before I was even conceived. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, that there's many listening that know they're called. They're called to not just to, to, Go attend a church. They're called to fellowship with the Almighty Creator. And in this time of resurrection, Sunday, Easter, it's time to say, you know what? My let my spirit come alive again and give and give give your heart to God. Amen. Amen. Such an important opportunity for those who are listening in. Please put your trust in Jesus. Simply turn and receive the Lord. Believe on him. And, yes. and he's he's got salvation for you and you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Thank you so much, Phil. We never want to have a kingdom talk without giving an opportunity for people to put their trust in Jesus, do we? Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. And so Resurrection Sunday. Now, um, you know, uh, again, this is central to the gospel, yes. but there, there is this, you know, the, the particular emphasis there on, on, on Resurrection Sunday. So what, you have an event coming up in uh, Loto that we should know about? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We're getting to that later. Yes, That's yep, right. Yep, okay, yep. so bottom line is, is that what I wanted to point out is that there's not only Resurrection Sunday, there's Resurrection Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's Resurrection Tuesday. Right. All right. Resurrection Wednesday. Every day Every is day. Resurrection Day. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, every once in a while, I just feel like I got to tell somebody that Jesus Christ rose yeah. from the dead. Wait a minute. It's not about the Easter bunny? I thought it was about the Easter bunny. <laughs> the eggs, right? I love having those, the, what are those peeps? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those candies. There are, you go. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not about that. It is about Jesus, and Amen. it's about his resurrection. Yeah. And so um, to 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 be you know, really looking for those opportunities, and that's one thing I do on the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like some people say Merry Christmas, I say Christ is born. Mm. Yeah. Or or if somebody says, you know, Happy Easter or whatever, say, yes, uh, the Lord has risen. Amen. You know, and then sometimes they'll say risen indeed or whatever. Yeah. Um, so just looking, says to make the most of every opportunity. But yes. And so um, to put the gospel out there because it is the power of God. Amen. Yeah. And so, so with regards to uh, uh, you know this really pinnacle of our faith, the resurrection of Jesus, we know that He rose bodily, didn't He? Yes, sir. And so um, we are not Gnostics, which Gnostics means salvation through special knowledge or whatever. And they spiritualized everything where Jesus really, his body didn't rise from the dead. That God, you know, the, that teaching is that anything physical is, is evil. Only that which is non-physical is spiritual or good. And uh, we believe in a bodily resurrection. We believe in the restoration of the earth. Right? Yes. Yep. The whole yep. creation grows. Total restoration. Yes. Yeah, total restoration. Yes. yes. Complete resurrection. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a resurrection. Now, uh, because we're talking about Resurrection Sunday, I do think we should just focus a little bit, and then we're going to move on to these other subjects, mm-hmm. um, the Disney wokeism, AB223, uh, and and others uh, uh, others issues yeah. that we talked about. But but we know that uh, 
that there's also first a spiritual resurrection. Uh, as we just gave opportunity to feel, you just gave someone an opportunity, and we hope that there were some that put their faith in Jesus. And it says in Ephesians chapter 2, it says to you, as he made alive, that were dead in trespasses and sins, right? Thank you. And so uh, there's a resurrection of the Spirit. In Colossians 3, chapter 1, it says, If you therefore be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, yes. where Christ sits at the right hand of Amen. God. And so um, Jesus said that many, the hour is coming, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they shall live. So we're alive in Christ, aren't we? Yes, sir. That's right. We were born dead spiritually. Mm. And we have now been made alive in Christ. So we are participating in the first resurrection even now, aren't we? Amen. Hallelujah. It is consummated at our Lord's return when this mortal shall put on immortality. Yes. Okay. Um, This corruptible shall put on incorruption and then shall be brought to pass. First Mm. Corinthians 15, uh, the saying, Oh death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your victory? Hallelujah. Thank you. Come on. Yes. We have nothing to fear, do we? Not even death, not the devil, not the world, not no. the flesh, nothing. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against Ooh, us? Yes. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for Why us. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. That's the thing. So we are alive forevermore in Christ. Yes. And just to keep trusting him and knowing that uh, he's empowered us. The same spirit that dwells in Jesus dwells Glory. in yes. you. Yes. The Thank same you, spirit that says that raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. Romans 8 dwells in you. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to move forward in the spirit and Praise power of God, God aren't we? Yeah. And, and brothers, so just in, in light of what we're going to be talking about here with these issues, you know, we do, we do want to move forward in that spirit of the resurrection, don't we? Yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. yeah any thoughts on that? Just, just you know, uh, that cannot be emphasized enough if, is that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. Beloved, we are on the winning team. Mm. We are on the winning team. You know, I, I, I think, and I would hate to be the guy in the Philistine army looking at this big old beefy corn-fed boy, you know, who's punking all these Israelites out. Come on. But that one Philistine soldier knew, like, <laughs> man, but they serve the living God, though. <laughs> I was like... To, to be on that team, to know the whole time on. that you're on the losing team, Hello. and no matter how big your guy was, big your champion is, you know that the other side serves the mighty God. And you know that's why we, we, you know I want to emphasize Philip's call to everyone that's listening. You know, to man, if you if you really want real hope, mm-hmm. and if you're down and out, mm-hmm. like man, it's 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 just one prayer away. One All prayer. you have to do is call on Christ, and the same Spirit that was in Him that raised Him from the dead. Man, Jesus, like like Come you said on. earlier, Dennis, he, he went up to heaven, and now that spirit came, and that spirit is available to you, to Hallelujah. us, to everyone that, that wants it. Yes, amen. amen and amen. So I love that. David punked Goliath. Yes, yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely. Uh, Phil, you want to add anything to that? I th- <laughs> love it. I think Lotto said it all. Okay. okay. Well, well, the thing is, because the reason is, is that, you know, when we're dealing with all that's this news with regards to potential world war, mm. nuclear fallout, you know, yeah. uh, it, literal, you know, and, and also things like the woke Disney uh, issue that's going on and, and, and Biden and all of that, we must approach it uh, in the name of Jesus. And we're going to talk more about that, yes. what it means. Paul so said, do good. whatsoever you do. Get ready, folks. Do in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Okay? 
Do all things in the name of Jesus. Yes. All right. And so we're doing kingdom talk in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean just say Jesus' name, you know, in Jesus' name. It means to do it in his name. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk, as I said. But the thing is, is that uh, this just this week, um, uh, you know, Joe Biden uh, spoke on this. But also it came out uh, that some Disney executives were caught on mic and they were making some statements that we need to listen to and we can respond to it. So we have our awesome producers here, Jose Monroe and Silas Olson. If our producers can cue that up, we're ready to go. Just uh, let us know. And Greetings in relationship to our live spiels. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages, and so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the Magic Kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters. On my little pocket of like you know proud family Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming. Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like I I feel like I felt like it was I mean like. Maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last, like like they are turning it around. They're going hard. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like the. If you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. We're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are. The next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. And we're already seeing that in Texas. So the slippery slope between these ugly messages, um, you know, emanating from legislative leaders in our state and then amplified by our governor, whose spokesperson immediately began calling everyone who opposed this bill uh, groomers, a.k.a. pedophiles. Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And so I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like... Very good. So the thing is, is that tell me there's no agenda. She said it. Not all secret gay agenda my not at all not at all yeah secret not agenda. at all secret agenda yeah so so the thing is first of all we, we want to affirm the fact that um that we are called to love all people uh and that uh, we uh want to make sure that uh, everyone is safe and uh that they're uh assimilated uh, you know into society uh and we support uh those who are struggling with transgenderism and so on um uh, but what's the, the question is, what's the best way to support them? How do we support them? Do we affirm them in confusion and encourage them down a path? And we've talked about this, uh, you know, on this program. I don't want to get 
too much on that other than we need to make sure that we recognize we are the lovers. Love wins. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, Amen. right? Yes. So, so when we bring truth, it's not in hate. We speak the truth in love. And so um, you got liberals, you know, that, that basically are falling all over themselves to affirm anything and everything, uh, even what's evil and what hurts the person. So it's, gone, it's gotten to the point of where there's enabling and there's encouragement down a path. There's no threat of any government agency pulling a child away from a parent uh, that has a, a transgender child. It's the opposite right now. There's yes. no threat of anyone taking a child away from you if they're homosexual or whatever. It's the opposite. The pendulum is swung all the way the other way. And I, I want to make this very clear. You know, there's, there's our, our, I talked, our mayor here talked about how uh, he, how much homosexuals have suffered by family members when they came out as gay. And that has happened. People have lost their job. Decades ago, this has happened. Today, it's the opposite. If you come out on your job and you say that you believe in Jesus and mm-hmm. that homosexuality is a sin, you get fired. CEOs have lost their jobs. And family members get cut off from other family members because of their faith in Jesus. So that is a red herring. It's not true. It's the opposite now. Yeah. It's true. Is that true or not? Absolutely true. It's ironic how uh, one of them mentioned um, uh, the slippery, slippery slope. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're here today because of that slippery slope. Yes. You know, I, 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 I'm, my mind, it, it, I'm just blown away that there's those who are confused about whether they're a boy and girl, but they're absolutely sure that their child, you know, is, 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 uh, is, is the opposite gender or binary. That, that I, I don't understand how that calculation is made. Right. Uh, and it's, especially, are we talking, you know, how old are these children? You know, but I haven't seen nobody get, you know, heard anybody get arrested because, you know, they, they believe their their child is a binary child, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but what about for us Christians who uh, would who don't want these things taught to our kids? How about us parents who wants those things to be left to us to teach them? And not, That's all you know, we're saying. At, at, at school. Yeah, you know, and, and so, you know, and... and and, and my goodness, I have to point out, too, uh, that uh, uh, another person in the video said, and the thing is, nobody stopped me. Nobody stopped me. That's why we're here today, because nobody stood up. You know, I thank God that now, you know, across the nation, we're starting to see parents stand, stand up. You know, in fact, I believe that we're going to get into one of those things, you know, uh, a rally that's going on today. You know, uh, uh, but, you know, these people were emboldened. Why? Because God's people for a long time just stood by and said nothing. Well, that's exactly right, and it is about uh, yeah. not pushing this on small children. Yeah, and you got to remember, Walt Disney in the very beginning. Here's a quote that he said: "I love it. Our greatest natural resource is the minds of our children. Mm. So that's our children that mm. we're talking about." You know, the Bible. There's an article Sean Foyt, and we'll talk more about him later. But uh, he alludes to train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. And he and here he writes is like he believes they know better than us and they are they're scheming to wrestle that responsibility out of our hands. Yeah, they're trying to poison the minds of our children. They're trying to having a clear agenda. It's not secret. No, he just said it. It's not secret, and they want to reprogram. I mean, we're talking about eight year olds, eight year old eight year olds right now. Yeah, and the thing is, is that as human beings, we have a proclivity towards sin. Okay, so even if there was no woke mm-hmm. Disney, right? Um, 
You know, yes. you can be, you know, uh, raised in a Christian home and mm-hmm. still and never be subjected maybe to a lot of that and still choose to yeah. go down that path. Yeah. But we don't need any encouragement yeah. is the point. We have plenty of motivation for sin as human beings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty it's... of inclination and opportunity to sin in many ways. Alcoholism, drug addiction, hatred, abuse, uh, all kinds of sin, right? Greed, lust, all that. Um, and so what we don't need is children being facilitated down that dark path. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's, that's really assisting the, the devil in his work. So, Dennis, so why are they saying it's wrong to say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's for, for decades they've been saying that. Right. Well, you want to you want to say it's insanity, but it's actually it's not. That's kind of a cop out. It's not. It's it's evil. You know, Isaiah fifty nine says, "And judgment is turned away backwards, and justice stands afar off, mm. for truth is fallen in the street, and equity." Talk about equity. Yeah. <laughs> equity cannot enter. Yes, truth fails, and he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. Mm-hmm. And subject to persecution. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him. And there was no judgment or discernment. My goodness. And so that's what's, that's what's going on here. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and so, you know, we want to give hope, though. There is hope in Christ uh, as a new creation. And, mm-hmm. and I want to say this again, just to be clear, that there's a difference between a very, very, very infinitesimally small percentage of people that have birth defects mm-hmm. that are mal, you know, they basically that are anatomically, uh, you know, um, challenged as far as gender. Okay. That's different. Okay. Then somebody who is a child who all of a sudden gets a thought and they are affirming them down a road to, to change their gender, have actual operations and things. And, and so, you know, we don't want to just keep pounding on this drum, but it just keeps coming up. Yeah. It's like, it's just came yeah. up this week. That's being endorsed. Mm-hmm. So Biden's we're, talk, we're going to talk about that, right? Biden, is endorsing that youth sex change operation. Right. Before we go there, yeah. we got DeSantis here, though, okay. who is who is um, basically saying what you're saying, Loto, you know, that this is just about letting our kids be kids, right? Let so, be kids, me, man. So, producers, could you go ahead and roll that one? Inject a lot of these topics into programming for very young kids. And I think I can tell you, as a parent of young kids, that is not what I want to be seeing. Um, them talking about pushing an agenda, an ideological agenda. There you go. There you go. So that's the thing is that, um, you know, uh, it is an agenda and it's about little kids. Uh, that was Governor DeSantis there. And he's making it uh, clear that he's not going to back down. If this is a hill that, that Disney wants to die on, you know, then so be it. Uh, they're, they're, they're walking down the wrong path. It's just a minority of people. Wokeism. I mean, that's such a small, but we're, they're caving. And they're, the majority is in our favor. There you go. It's the, but the problem is it's the majority of the current administration. But yeah. it, it, That's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who have the levers of power. And it isn't just in Washington, D.C. It's in Silicon Valley. They have the, so you're right. It's a small percentage, but they have uh, the ability to decide this is acceptable speech. This is not, and they're pulling the levers, and they're shutting down the voice of 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 the kingdom of God. But we're, they're not though. We're going to keep come on and it's not, speaking it, and it's not even about right or left anymore. But because it's just a, it's a smaller 
just a small group yeah. within the with, uh, within the yeah. Class. It's not about right or left. It's about right and wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about good and evil. In Isaiah, you know, five he says, uh, "Woe unto them that put uh, light for darkness and darkness for light, uh, for bitter for sweet and good for evil." Okay, uh, and so so yeah, that's what it's about. It's about discerning and being able to navigate, you know, these times uh, with regards to what's going on in, in in the culture. And so, you know, but there is hope, isn't yes. there, Amen. Loco, for people. So if somebody's struggling with homosexuality or, you know, any sin, but let's, you know, transgenderism or whatever, yeah, um, can you give them a little hope? You know, what, what, what's what's the way out? There's absolutely hope. We, we have so many loved ones, you know, who, who did struggle with this uh, lifestyle. There you go. You know, and, and, uh, and, and they've been delivered from it. And they still struggle like we all do with sin. Yeah. We're still living in this place. We're still in this world, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we, we still have those tendencies, you know. But the reason why we're able to keep those things in check is not by our own strength. Is is this book says that not by might, nor by power, but my spirit says the Lord, you know. And it's the same spirit that we spoke of, you know, at the beginning of the show. It's the resurrection power of God. You know, and, and that's that's why it's it's through a relationship with Christ. That we're able to overcome not just sexual immorality, but any kind of immorality, you yeah. know. And 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 Christ, you know, God has given us the power, you know, through Christ to to uh, to overcome these uh, these these natural tendencies that we have, you know. Because again, we're born into sin, you right? Know? Right. And so there's so much virtue signaling that goes on yeah. uh, with this whole issue, you know, uh, with regards to transgenderism and and. and and homosexuality, you know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to have a rainbow, and we know what that truly means in the Bible. But, but, um, and so people are falling all over themselves to be the one that's so compassionate. They're so loving. They're so acceptable. They're so tolerant. They're so uh, warm and fuzzy, and just just so gushing with mercy, and you know, so much compassion, tolerant, yeah. tolerance, and all this uh, uh, that they're falling all over themselves. You know. You know, it's about mercy and truth have met together. Yeah. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. And so our pre- even our president, uh, we have a soundbite here from President Joe Biden. If our producers can skew that up. And uh, to everyone celebrating yep. Transgender Day of Visibility, I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, and our housing and healthcare systems everywhere, simply everywhere. Today, we're announcing even more steps, but there's always more work to do to end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color. Very good. So the thing is, you know what? God sees you. You know, Biden says we see, God sees you. The church sees you. If you're struggling with this, we understand that this is a challenge. We understand that there's pain and we are full of compassion to, to love, but loving enough to speak truth and to point to a way out. Uh, and so, you know, so Mr. Biden there, 
who seems to, it sounds like the radical leftist transgender movement gave him a script and he just read it. He just read it. Man, this is, this is so crazy. I cannot believe he just said that. If, if, okay, I agree. We are creating the image of God. Then tell me, why do we need an operational change? Thank you. That's exactly right. And the thing is, he's using our tax dollars to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, it's, it's, it's really that we're in a different universe. You know, there's, I hate to say this, but in Christ, you know, we're the children of light and then there's the children of darkness. It's like we're in a different alternate universe. The, the multiverse. The multiverse, you know what I mean? <laughs> because, because we're thinking a whole different thought yeah. process yeah. And, and wanting to help people find what's best for them yes. and a life that includes purpose, meaning, yeah. new identity, affirmation as sons and daughters of God through faith in Jesus Christ, rather than being so, uh, without mooring, so confused, so dark that you would encourage someone down yeah. a path that's destructive. It says the, 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 the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more Amen. and more under the perfect day. Amen. So we're coming into a brighter light. Yes. Right. But it says evil men and seducers shall grow worse and worse. Gosh, yeah. So, so he said that straight is the gate and narrow is mm-hmm. the way that leads to life and few there be that find it. But broad is the, 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 the gate and wide is the way that leads to destruction. destruction and many which be there be that which go in there at yeah. right so so we are walking in that narrow path and we're calling people to a narrow path yes we all have to deny self take up our cross and again we are the lovers yeah this idea that somehow joe biden is just so full of love and he's you know standing against the haters there's true love. True love speaks truth. Yes. Remember, and then there's fake love. So go ahead. Remember that old-fashioned world we used to live in where we used to value people that told us what we didn't want to hear? There you go. But told us what we needed to hear? Yeah. That's good. We went, yeah. When, when training uh, youth leaderships or youth leaders, you know, one thing I always uh, make sure I instill into them is that, remember, you're the leader. You're not their friend. They have enough friends. They don't need another friend. They Come need on. a leader. Come they need on. somebody to lead them. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, or, or else they will never grow. They will not grow unless they have some kind of leadership pulling them forward out of the muck and mire that they're in. You know, it says uh, in Proverbs, rebuke a fool and you'll get a blot. Yeah. Rebuke a wise man. He yes. will love you kindly. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Another proverb, faithful are the wounds of a friend than Come on. of a stranger. There yes. you go. Exactly yes. right. You want a friend who tells you how it is. And of mm-hmm. course, in love. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I really want to just make sure that, you know, we are not uh, knee-jerk response to these kind of things. It's very hard to hear these confusing and uh, really just, um, uh, you know, kind of discouraging messages come from leadership. Yeah. Uh, uh, but how do we respond to it in the name of Jesus? We're going to talk more about that yes. uh, in just a minute. But, you know, along um, the lines of what's going on in our culture, um, you know, there's this bill that was, uh, there was a hearing held in Sacramento just this week, uh, AB 223. And, um, you know, this, this bill basically allows a mother with assistance to kill her baby in her own home or in a back alley or something. Uh, and, um without prosecution. Now, prior to this bill, um, a mother uh, who either killed the baby herself or had somebody do it outside of the hospital, 
It was required by the coroner to go to the scene and then um, declare that a fetus, a child, uh, was killed um, without uh, the presence of a medical doctor. Uh, and then he'd have to report it as such. You know, it's death with absence of medical, something like that. And then what could happen is uh, that mother could be prosecuted uh, for killing the baby illegally. And so what this bill does is it, it basically takes away that opportunity to convict the mother of killing the child. So that's AB 223. Now, so regardless of whether or not someone should be convicted or not, the reality is is that what that what does that show with regards to the life of the child, Loto? Then it's a life. There you go. Or what is being convicted for for murdering? Right. Up to this point. Yes. Now I'm not necessarily saying that a mother should be convicted or a murder. I, I, I'm I'm saying that I know it's wrong. I know mm-hmm. it's the killing of a child, and I don't know. I'm not going to go there right now. But the point is, is that we know it's wrong. And it's this kind of legislation that is pushing and promoting the killing of 60 million babies in America over the last decades since Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, we're called to be watchmen on the wall, aren't we, Loto? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and, and as a watchman, let me say this. Fresno, Clovis, Central Valley, California, America. We're literally talking today about killing a baby up to 20 days after birth. You think COVID was bad? What do you think God has to say about that? Yeah, that's another uh, legislation exactly that the governor is putting out uh, that's allowing for uh, infanticide, really. Yes, sir. Uh, And so, you know, these kind of things are going on. And in Ezekiel, you know, the Lord told Ezekiel, Ezekiel to be a watchman on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. He says, now, um, uh, the people have done wickedness, and I'm going to send you to the people. Uh, they're stiff-necked. They're hard heart. They're not going to listen to you, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, uh, but if you don't warn them, mm-hmm. their blood is on your hands. If you warn them and they don't hearken, their blood is on their hands. Yes. And so um, uh, the thing is, that I'm going to give a quick story on how I took a stand on abortion with regards to that being a watchman um, on the wall is that I was taking my son to school uh, years ago and there was a purse along the side of the road. So we pulled over, we picked it up. I, we were running late. I dropped him off at school. I opened the purse and lo and behold, inside the purse was a appointment slip for an abortion 30 minutes from right then mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah. So boom, I feel like the Holy Spirit just dealt with me. So I start driving towards the clinic. I've got her purse, full purse, everything in it. I call our church. The intercessor answers. The head intercessor answers the phone. She's praying. I call the crisis pregnancy center on the way there. Let them know. I want to make sure we have prenatal care. Everything lined up. Is everything going to be set up? And so I pull into the abortion clinic and I walk in and uh, I'm going to change the name of the person. But, you know, I just, I walk in and ask for Susie. Is Susie in? And so the two nurses at the counter, they look at each other and kind of grin. They think I'm the father. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, yeah, she's right back here. Well, I can hear her wailing, crying in, in, down the hall. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should sign this. I lost my purse. I don't know what to do, you know. Yeah. And so um, 
they went and told her, and then they came out and said, who are you? I said, oh, I'm Dennis McCourt, and um, uh, I found her purse, and I want to give it back to her. So they went back, and they told her, and they said, okay, fine, just go ahead and give it to us. And I said, well, no, no, no. I left the purse in the car, by the way. Mm-hmm. I said, um, no, I have a message for her first. I got to give her a message. And they said, well, she's in, she's in her gown. And so they went back and told her, uh, and then so she came out to the to the but on the other side of the counter and everything, yeah. uh, and she said hi. And I said hi, I'm Dennis McCord here, and I uh, found your purse. He says, oh great, thank you so much. Can you give it to me? I said absolutely, I'm going to give it to you. I just need to share something with you. And she's like, well, well and then all of a sudden now the doctors are getting very hawkish. They're mm-hmm. they're zooming in. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and uh, and so I realized it's now or never. And I said, she said, well, what's the message? And I said, I said I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm here to tell you that God wants you to keep that child. And it's not too late that you can keep the child and you don't have to abort this child. We have a prenatal and she, she swoons mm-hmm. and kind of sweat. And they, they basically just haul her off back to the back room. Oh, wow. And then they swoop down to the front of the counter there. And they said, give her the, give us the purse. And I said, no, I don't trust you with her purse. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to her right now? I'm going to give it to her. Yeah. And they said, well, we're going to call the police. And I looked down at my wrist as though I had a watch, and I tapped on my wrist, and I said, please, please do, but I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So they called the police. So I stepped outside, and then while I was outside, uh, I was waiting for the police to show up. Uh, there were workers that were having a cigarette, cigarette break on the side. So I walk over, and they oh, you stole her purse. And all I said, no, 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 no. I said, here, what are you doing beside, behind these walls right now? And here you're accusing me. I'm, I'm returning her purse. I'm doing a wow. good deed. You're accusing me of stealing a purse, but what are you doing on the other side of this wall? And they said, ah, ha, ha. What, what, what are we supposed to do, quit our job? Are you going to pay for our salary? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. I will pay one month of your salary if you will walk out of here. I don't care if you have to work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Leave this place and go do something else. Mm-hmm. And then the police showed up. Yeah. And the, one of the officers says, I know what you're doing. I'm on your side on this, mm-hmm. uh, we, but we have to return the purse. I said, fine. I, I came to return the purse. I said, but I want to put a note in there. And so I put a note in there and I said, you got my name, phone number, you know, in crisis pregnancy center and da, 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 da. So he brought the, the person and long and short of, it, he came out and he said, she would don't wants nothing to do with you and your message. She's, she's done. Uh, and I said, so I was dejected. Right. Yeah. So then I went home, but I had her number uh, and I got it from the, cause I got it from the purse. So three hours later I called uh, her house and her mother answered. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said, hi, I'm Dennis McCourt. You know, I'm a minister, and I want to uh, just uh, offer help to to your daughter. And so um, she she was sympathetic to what I was doing. Yeah. And so she told uh, the, the the young lady, and uh, she started screaming, blank cursing. I don't want. Da, da, da. And so she gets on the phone, and I said, I said, um, Susie again, changed her name. I said, if you want me to never reach out and talk to you again, I will never call you again. And she said, don't ever blankety, 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 blank. I said, but, you know, uh, it's not it's too late. She goes, it's too late. I already aborted the child. She hung up the phone. Mm-hmm. So so I went to sleep that night, you know, very sad about it. But I woke up in the morning with Ezekiel 1 on my mind, the watchman on the wall. I'm going to send you to a people, and they're not going to hearken to you. Mm-hmm. If you don't warn them, their blood is on your hands. Yeah. If you warn them and they don't hearken, their blood is on their hands. And I had such peace. Wow. And then I realized, who knows about the doctors that I spoke to that day? 
the nurses that were in the office right. that were at the counter. That's right. Okay. The Susie herself, she may have gotten pregnant again. She may have thought about it and not had an abortion. Who knows if the other workers outside that were having a cigarette break. Yeah. So I just delivered the message. Amen. Right? Yes. And the Lord gave me a way to do it where I was doing a good deed. Yeah. By returning the purse. You know, Amen. and so so how do we take a stand, yeah. you know, on these things? Um, and and so, you know, um, this uh, type of legislation, though, and so here's the question I have for you, brothers, and this is a genuine question. That was a powerful story. I just, that was just a powerful story. I, I I just can't believe you had the boldness for that. You just well, you. the Holy Spirit. It was. It was. You could have kept on going on your day for one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every decision that you made from the over the wall mm-hmm. from inside. I mean, that was just. That, thank you. That that's a, that could preach. You know, that's mm-hmm. just a, thank you because many people just are silent. They may not do anything, but they just shut down. I don't, that's for somebody else to say something. That's for somebody else to intervene. That's for somebody else to help. But praise God. Well, thank you. And that's why we need to be sharing these stories uh, so that people can uh, be encouraged, be equipped, but also we can demonstrate how do we take a stand because yes. so many people are are struggling Amen. with mm-hmm. this. And uh, uh, I want to share a story about that young lady who created a prayer room. But, but mm-hmm. um, you know, with regards to this this whole issue, you know, um, uh, it's it's important. Again, we're talking about resurrection life, mm-hmm. and so life is important, isn't it, Loto? Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, in in talking about how we take a stand, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to hear you know more you know about resurrection in unlikely places. What are you doing mm-hmm. on Resurrection Sunday? Amen. We're um, we're actually going into uh, the team is uh, gearing up right now. Everybody's praying, fasting, and uh, practicing their lines, uh, getting their tune-ups with uh, Philip with the worship team, and we've got uh, Luke uh, working on our drama. Because we're putting together a resurrection service for the kids of Juvenile Hall uh, Justice Campus right here Amazing. in Fresno County. So we're super excited about it. Uh, the, um, I, I cannot wait to get up in there and just really love on these kids and, and really just, just uh, give them uh, an encounter with Jesus. Absolutely. So resurrection in Juvenile Hall, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We call it resurrection behind the walls. Resurrection behind the walls yes, in yeah. unlikely places. In unlikely so, places, yes. Yeah. So, so then uh, you know uh, you've been doing this for years, haven't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Phil, you've attended there before. Yes. This is. I, I forget how many times we've gone, mm-hmm. but it's like just, on Resurrection Sunday, even? on Resurrection Sunday, and yeah. other, other days, and and I I just love that these kids don't have anything like this that comes, and Lodo and, and the team go weekly for the Bible studies, but, and he has that relationship, right? Lola, you have a lot of relationships you have built over the years, even up to the guards. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, um, you, you see it, you know, yeah. with worship, you know, it, it's amazing, Dennis. You wouldn't expect this kind of worship with kids in juvenile hall, <laughs> but man, we take them, you know, camping and these kids, oh my gosh, they love to worship. Uh, every Monday nights we're in there uh, doing Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, Thursday nights, uh, Maria and I, my wife and I, were in there doing chapter one-on-one visits. And really, the key is the you know the relation part. Mm-hmm. You know, is 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 developing the the relationship. And 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 man, everything we're talking about today, it really points to the success that and the favor that that God has given us at Juvenile Hall. Mm-hmm. Everything from telling the truth. 
Yeah. You know, one thing about these kids is, uh, you know, they, they we have street codes, you know, for those of us that are from the streets, you know. We might look chaotic uh, and, and like, like everything disorderly, but there is actually an honor code that we follow, you know. And so it's all about respect, as we say. And these kids are very, you know, you know, uh, they're very respectful, you know. But 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 here's why they're they're very respectful for, with us, because we tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. Because we love them enough to tell them the truth. If if I go in there and if I sugarcoat things and if I bend the truth just to make sure that they don't dislike me or unfriend me on their Facebook list, you know, mm-hmm. or, or Instagram, you know, they're gonna be able to recognize. You cannot lie to a professional liar. These kids can spot a lie coming from a mile away, mm-hmm. you know. But but here's what happens when we tell them the truth. And a lot of times, yes, it's something they do not want to hear. They do not like hearing it. But in their heart of hearts, this is what they're saying. This guy knows that 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 what he's telling me is, is probably going to put on my bad side. But at least he cares enough about me to tell me the truth. All these other people, whoever they dealt with before, you know, they, they you know, uh, you know, they keep telling me what they think I want to hear to make me good. But this is why these kids are actually disrespectful because they lose respect when you don't tell them the truth mm. because it tells them something about you, you know. And so so it's so important for us to tell the truth. And, and like we talked about earlier, you know, we have to love. Isn't there is there no greater demonstration of love than to tell somebody the truth when they need to hear it? Yeah, when you're doing it with a heart of love, right? Yes. And you're doing it for their best interest. Yes, yes. Because it's easy just to kind of just be quiet and say, I don't even want to go there because yeah. I don't like to deal with these kind yeah. of things or I'm not willing to really speak the truth because it may put me in a bad light or what have yeah. you. But we have to be willing to do that, don't what, we? Yeah, what's amazing, and if we're in an, it, we do several services. I think this time we're doing four. four. We've done, now, we've done like eight services mm-hmm. through wow. one day back That's to amazing, back. Guys. And it's it's kind of, you see a pattern there. You heard Lodo talk about these kids know how to worship, man. They get all into it. But the uh, that's the ending, the beginning part. You see on their faces, just like I'm, I'm hard. What you're saying is not impacting. It's like I'm ignoring you. But after a while, you start seeing their face soften up. You see tears coming down their eyes, mm. and you see them having fun. And and some want to raise their hands or st- stand up. Of course, they'd be told back to sit back down. But if they want to worship. Mm-hmm. And you see at the camps, you see at at there in juvenile hall. I remember last year. Uh, last time we were there, we we did a chorus, and those of you out there may have heard the song, but the the chorus says, and we just teach them it, and I will make room for you to do whatever you want to, mm. to wow. do whatever you want to, wow. and we'll just teach them that chorus, and they'll be walking from their seat, even going back to uh, to wherever they're headed to, and I will make room. They're just like shouting it, and but you know what? <laughs> it's simple little choruses, but. The Holy Spirit did his part, even though they're having fun and all that. That one little chorus, that one little song, that one little skit, that one little testimony impacts that youth. And we're just praying, you know, just please keep us in prayer for this Sunday, yes. Palm Sunday. Amen. We're going in there and the whole team evangelizing there Amazing. and 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 even pray for the staff. The staff, yes. they're there worshiping with us. Some are like, I'm not sure what's going on. All of a sudden they're worshiping. So thank you. See, oh, and, of course. And, and this, Dennis, this is such a great example of when things are done the right way. That's the point. We, we, we have ministry, you know, we, we have the church and the government working together, you know. 
we're not working against each other. I'm so grateful for the support there. And, and, and again, they're, they're not just supporting of Christians. They're supportive of every, everything that can help these kids, you know? And so, you know, I, I'm just so grateful for, uh, for, for, uh, Juno Hall of Fresno County, you know, for allowing us to do this, you know, to continue to do this because honestly, they could just say no, they could just say no, but they allow us to do this. But because of that, they in return, see the impact of these kids and, and, and the relationships that these kids have with those who work in juvenile hall. I, we're, we're just, we're just blown away about uh, at what God is doing in juvenile hall, but there's, there's nothing like just watching the kid going from where they didn't want to hear about Jesus to where maybe I'm going to give Jesus a try. We, we, I've looked at the numbers. It literally takes about two visits and the kid will give his life to Jesus. Wow. And I'm saying two because mm. one sounds too unbelievable to me. So two is I'm just being generous. But literally, sometimes on the first visit, these kids are giving their lives to Jesus. Talk know? about loving kids. Yes. Talk about affirming kids. kids. Talk about we see you. Yes. We see you. Yes. You're going into juvenile we hall. We see you. Yes. Not, not what I want you to be. Not what I want. The true you. No, you. Yes. The one that God created. God created. Yes. No, not, not the one that, that an agenda Amen. Not that a woke agenda no. wants to transform no. you into the image of the world. Be not conformed to yes. this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes, Amen. That you may know what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and so, so, and that's the thing is that that that, that we're we're learning and discerning what is the good, acceptable, yeah. and perfect will of God. Well, let's just tell you, it's not what Mr. Biden said. That no. is not the will of God. That's not the good. Yeah. It's not the acceptable, and it certainly is not the perfect yeah. will of God. Man. And so again, we we are we have we have it's not fair. We have an advantage, you know. We have the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, spirit we do. Spirit of wisdom and understanding, you know. Thank you, God. Spirit of counsel and might. Spirit of knowledge and a fear of the Lord. God has given us all things that pertain to life, yeah, and godliness through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Glory. So you know we win, brothers and sisters. Amen. Regardless, as we put our trust in Jesus, yes. the risen one. Right. The son of God, the son of man mm. who overcome the world, the devil and sin. Yes. He's a seated at the right hand of the father. Goodness. Thank Good. You, Jesus. In authority. Bless All authority has been given to Jesus yes. in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to go forth in confidence, even when we see what's going on in the world yes. yeah. uh, with even nuclear threat. Now, mm. an awareness, you know, if, there, if you did a poll a year ago, how many people are concerned about nuclear war? It was way down, I think, below 10%. They did a recent poll just in the last few days. 70% of, of people in America are saying wow. they're concerned about the p- real potential of nuclear war. A lot of friends are talking about it. First time. In that generation? Yeah, yes. It, who would have thought this is something our parents or grandparents talked about? Right. Exactly. And um, and so um, the thing is, is that um, we are being entrusted to navigate these times. Yeah. And so we must demonstrate Christ when we take a stand. And you're doing that in juvenile hall with the guards. You have rapport there. Yes. You're not going in there and just, you know, just, you know, being rude and and not loving and and not uh, respectful. You're respecting the the order there. You follow the rules. Yes. You go in, but you bring the truth. Exactly. We work together. It's 80% approach. Yeah. There you go. It's your heart attitude. Yep. Now, here's the thing. So Paul said, whatsoever you do, do in the name of Jesus. He said, do all things in the name of yes. Jesus. Now, 
That doesn't just mean, well, I'm doing this radio program and I say at the end, we do this in the name of Jesus. It means mm-hmm. that we actually do it yeah. in the name. And in the name, it uh, denotes a nature. The name denotes a nature. When you name something, it's like the character or the, of that yeah. person. Yes. Okay? And so it brings to you know play all that they are. So to be doing Kingdom Talk in the name of Jesus, to be taking a stand at a school board, a juvenile hall, yeah. okay, or we need to talk about our trip to Disney. We're, what, what, don't, isn't there the thing where they say, I'm going to Disney, don't like some... Uh, after the football game. Yeah, after football game, I'm going, going to Disney. Disney. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> going to Disney. We're actually going to Burbank for a protest. Well, and I'm sorry, a worship yes, uh, yes. rally. Yes, speaking uh, of hold worship. the line. Hold the line with Sean hold Boyd. We're, yeah. we're hopping in our car and we're going to Disney. It's very <laughs> random today, right? We we, won't, we didn't think we we're going to be going today. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I hope I don't get in trouble. I haven't even told my wife yet. <laughs> but we're going. But but the thing is, um, Amen. Uh, so the point is, though, is that um, we're going to do this in the name. It means his nature. It means his spirit. Yeah. To do it in the name of Jesus is to do it in Jesus. In other words, we are in Christ. Christ is in us. Yeah. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Yes. It's to do it in accordance to his will, mm. in the same manner that he would do something. Uh, and to do it in a way that is walking in obedience to him. Right? Yeah. yeah. So to do it in the name of Jesus uh, is all the above. In his authority, in his nature, in his spirit, in accordance with his will. Uh, and and uh, and to then represent him and to manifest Christ mm-hmm. in the midst of our taking a stand, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and since we're going to Disney, I, I don't know if we're going to play that rally video or we're just going to kind of get it kind of tease a little bit but tonight is very important if you're in the happen to be in that area at six o'clock in burbank or drive down or drive down yes yeah for yeah. those that are listening live yeah, yeah listening absolutely. live yes. if you're listening live because yeah right and, and we, if it's saturday we'll have some testimonials to talk about next uh, week next week next saturday yeah yes yeah. yeah, so we got our producers are ready to go let's go ahead and roll that there They're sparring over the so-called Don't Say Gay Bill, which Disney says should never have been passed and should now be repealed. Today, the Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed the Parents' Rights in Education Bill. It stops public schools from teaching sexual orientation and gender identity to students in grades kindergarten through three. Critics argue that the law unfairly targets the LGBTQ community. We will make sure that parents can send their kids to school to get in education, not in indoctrination. My, like, not at all secret gay agenda. And so, like, around this, two characters kiss. Queerness, too. Like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But, like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. All secret gay agenda. And- For the innocence of our children, taking a stand, 
Hold the line, Burbank, California. Disney headquarters tonight. That's Wednesday, April 6th. We air on the radio on Saturdays. But So, yes, we're, uh, we're going to be heading down there to that uh, worship uh, event at Disney headquarters. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be praying. We're going to be worshiping. Yes. And taking a stand in the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. Road trip. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yeah. And so um, we'll have a report on that next week. Uh, but the thing is, is that, um, you know, we really are uh, wanting to encourage and demonstrate, you know, how to take a stand. And quite honestly, brothers, I'm tired of talking about this subject of the LBGTQ and transgender thing. It's just they keep bringing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, well, they control the media. Yeah, and so, you know, we are focusing on resurrection. We're mm-hmm. focusing on worship. Uh, love, worship, yes. prayer. We're focusing on hope and faith and confidence yeah. and courage in Christ. And uh, and we want to move forward uh, in love and uh, hope and help others to take a stand as well mm-hmm. uh, by, by, you know, following Jesus. You know, Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow him. Don't, don't just mention the name of Jesus or don't just make little trite Bible references or whatever, like a politician, mm-hmm. but to actually follow him to the cross. Amen. Right? Which leads to what? Resurrection. Amen. Yes. I, lo- I love the story you shared earlier before we came on air. I think you should share that about the mom and why we need to demonstrate. Yeah, the real quick. There's this mother... Uh, this friend of mine that I'm that I have that, that he told me about this mother who's really struggling with all that's going on doesn't know what to do, and it just it makes me want to choke up. But she literally turned her closet into a prayer room. Yeah, she cleaned out her closet. Yeah, took everything out of there Amen. to pray. Amen. And she's she's trying to figure out what do I? She doesn't she doesn't know what to do. It's like she doesn't want to speak the gospel or say even she's a Christian or whatever because people might think she's homophobic or a hater or. Or whatever, you know, and it's for moms like that, dads, it's for young and old alike that are struggling, that we're here on Kingdom Talk, yes. you know, is to encourage, equip, and demonstrate yeah. how to take a stand in the name of Jesus, in his nature, in his spirit, with his attitude, his yeah. purposes in mind, and his authority the way in he would. Christ, the way he would. Yes. Exactly, Loto. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You know, we always uh, uh, celebrate, you know, uh, loved ones that have passed away. And, 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 and this, this goes to what you're saying about doing it in the name of Jesus and not just saying his nombre, yeah. you know, but, you know, with, with loved ones that pass, you know, we, we celebrate by eating what they ate, mm-hmm. wearing what they wore, you know, doing things that they would do it. And that's how we demonstrate love. That's how we, you know, if we're going to demonstrate it in the name of Jesus, we do it the way that Jesus did it. It's so beautiful, this, this, this mother She's, she's, she's lost and she's looking for answers. But a lot of times it reminds me of us, how we feel like we're lost and we don't know what to do and we're stuck. But, but man, we, we, we go back to what Pastor always teaches us. If you don't know what to do, do what you know to do. You know to pray. Yes. And she, she turned her prayer closet. She doesn't even realize she's doing the best thing that she could possibly do. There you go. Because it's through that prayer. It's going you know, to empower her to, do, to take care of the rest. But it begins with prayer. Uh, absolutely. You're listening to Kingdom Talk Radio. We'll close out with this scripture here in Ecclesiastes 5, 8. If you see the oppression of the poor, the violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province, province, marvel not at the matter. For he that is higher than the highest regards it, and he is higher than they are. Yes, we're serving the most high God. 
He dwells in a high and holy place and those who are of a humble and a contrite spirit. Revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the contrite ones. God bless you. 